Episode 322 of the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Semenoff. Aaron Landrum, president and CEO of Chance Rides, is my guest this week, and it gives me the opportunity to use all of my amusement ride business puns. The company's gone through a lot of ups and downs. The company's gone round and round in weathering tough economic times. The company is like a steam engine powering through challenges. Okay, enough of that. Aaron joins me to talk about recent changes in the company in terms of an acquisition and leadership, and we'll talk about the amusement rides industry in general. Aaron Landham joins me in a minute. But first, here's what you have to look forward to in this week's print edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week looks at the effort in Wichita to recruit and retain black physicians. Studies show that black patients tend to have better health outcomes with black physicians, and that's why it's important to increase the number of physicians of color in our community. Shelby Kellerman's cover story begins on page 12. This week's list is residential real estate brokerages. See what companies are at the top, see how many hundreds of millions they had in residential sales volume, and see how those companies compare to last year. The list is on page 8. Our Women Who Lead series returns this week with Women Who Lead in Financial Services. Meet these top professionals and read what they value in their careers. That begins on page 23. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly leads section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 37. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Aaron Landrum is president and CEO of Chance Rides here in Wichita, and it's the company that's making carnival and amusement park rides for 62 years all in the city. Aaron, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Kirk. Uh, in the news recently, you've been you've been acquired by Permanent Equity, but you're staying here in Wichita with all 140 employees staying on board and the management team as well. What went into the decision? So a key part of the decision was is when we look at the 62-year history of Chance Rides and the family-owned business, a key part was finding a financial partner that aligned to our cultural and business values. Um, we built a great team over the years that really are a family at the organization. So when we were looking for that financial partner, Permanent has certain core values such as do no harm, you know, do what's right, be respectful, and the most important thing was the long term. They're not a typical private equity firm that looks at, hey, let's, let's acquire something and then in a few years, let's do something different with it. Their type of organization that fits to our long-term goal to say, how can Chance be part of the industry and the city for the next 60 years and not be that short-term outlook? Was that a requirement all along when you when you all started looking? Was that had that had to be the case? That was exactly the first step for any decision from uh, from Dick Chance and the family was first is we got to take care of the people that we have in Wichita, but also because of our longevity and what we've done. There are so many people around the world that depend on us for 
the product support, the new products and the go forward. So we had to make sure all that fit together well because we are a cornerstone of the industry at the same time. Mm -hmm. This is a company that's been family owned since the beginning in 1961. And you mentioned Dick Chance, who was CEO. But as this change becomes effective, you become the CEO now. Was Dick looking to just take a kind of a back, more of a back seat? Yeah, Dick is actually... Um, taking hopefully a well-earned retirement here. He's, uh, he's done this for, you know, for basically his entire life. And what he's doing, he still has a minority interest in the organization, but he's really more of a um, consulting with us. So I still talk to Dick as I need to for suggestions and guidance. Because of his experience and his relationships, myself and the rest of the team combined with Permanent Equity still want to be able to talk to Dick and say, hey, what are you thinking? What do you have with these suggestions? How do we keep this thing moving? So that's how we have this great tight-knit go-forward relationship as well. This is a company that's been at Kellogg and West for an awful long time. People see the chance sign when they drive by on Kellogg. Take, I know you haven't been with them for 61 years like, <laughs> like everybody else in the Chance family, but take us through a history of the company, if you would. So what was incredible is when you go back to the beginning, you know, really what started the company was trains. The C.P. Huntington was one of the classic trains, and that kind of started it. And, you know, Dick always talks about his father, Harold. When they first did the C.P. Huntington, he said, man, if I sell five of these, this will be a big success. <laughs> and, you know, now we've built well over 420. We're almost up to 430 of just the, the locomotives alone. And what was unique about the history of the company is Harold, Dick's father, was very creative and innovative. And... As time progressed forward, we had this, you know, we have right now a 19-acre campus, and it started from a smaller building, started growing, but then Harold started thinking, what can we do differently? And that's when the carnival market and the portability came to fruition. You know, in the past, it would take weeks to set up these rides, and Harold was like, there's got to be a better way to do this. Mm -hmm. This takes too long to set these up. And he worked through developing what we now know today as the portable carnival market. So you go to any carnival, you see a ride that sets up, tears down, and the whole thing is because of what the family and Harold and his team built was, how do we get this down to just a couple days or even a day? So that started that whole segment. And then over time, it continued to diversify. And then we went into, at one point, the bus business back in the 90s, and we actually have the old town trolleys and things of that nature, and that business was um, divested back in the 90s. But we also acquired the rights to build carousels, and we are the number one premier builder of carousels. No one comes close to what we do. And then also, we acquired um, the Morgan coasters. So now we started building roller coasters. So the entire 62 years have been tied around innovation of both the products, the technology, but then also their artistry, you know, the artistic finesse that we bring to the carousels, and it all comes back together. It's just like any other business. You can't stand pat on what you've been doing. No, no, the, this industry, um, you know, we all know the big names, you know, those in Florida and California and across the world, but then also you think about Six Flags and other industries, they're trying to get guests into the gates. And then you look at zoos and aquariums. How do they create new experiences? So for us to remain on the forefront, we've had to say is, okay, what can we do for the theme parks? What can we do for family entertainment centers? Carnivals. Then it goes into zoos, aquariums, and municipalities. That's how we've been able to say ahead, like in any business, you've got to grow. If you're not growing, you're dying. Mm -hmm. 
we've done it through not just product expansion and market expansion, but and also looking at how do we develop new technologies. And then we put that creative intent and that level of love and care to the product at the same time. Can you talk about the, the two things, product expansion and market expansion? And they probably go hand in hand to a degree, but is there one that's more important for a, a manufacturer of rides like, like Chance's? It's fairly diverse because as you go around the world and look at different markets, you have different challenges of different certifications and requirements by governmental authorities. But when you look at the products, then you have to be really in tune to your customers. And you start listening is, I really want this, or I wish I had that. And you gotta pick up these nuances. So when we look at both, they really go hand in hand because as the world has become smaller and smaller and globalization has become easier, it's very important for us to listen to what might be right for the Midwest is different than it is for the East Coast of the US. Then you go to Europe or you go to Asia and you know, what we're looking for for the future of chances, how do we go further outside our typical markets and products? And that's the exciting that's gonna be coming from this new relationship with permanent equity is, how much more can we do? We've done incredible work for 62 years. How do we really blow it out? And I'm gonna call it like the soda can effect. How do you shake it up? And everybody's like, oh, wow. And that's how we see both product and market tying together in that type of approach. As the new CEO, is that the biggest question you need to answer immediately is, is how much can we expand and how much can we diversify? So the biggest question I have as a new CEO is, how do we take the core that's made the chance name what it is in the industry. That's the foundation of this incredible building. So the big question now is, how do we leverage that and say, okay, how do we reinvigorate and begin, begin a whole new series of growth to what we would call chance 2.0 mm -hmm. and really tie not just what the industry has been saying or thinking, but then also is how do we get the team really engaged to say, what it is they have, and then start pulling all that together. So the biggest thing right now is getting the team comfortable. We're here in Wichita, we're staying in Wichita. We've got the 140 team members. We're looking for additional team members. And making sure that the team knows is we're in this together. And I can't do it by myself. Um, you don't want to see a carousel horse that I try to paint as a joke. <laughs> but it really is how together we can really say is how do we get to Chance 2.0 and one is do it for the community, but then also do it for the industry and really flex our muscles and our wings. That's the biggest question I deal with right now is let's get through the change and the evolution begin to develop those plans and strategies. You mentioned adding employees. Does, does the, uh, the collaboration with, with Permanent Equity allow you to do that? And how much do you want to grow? So the collaboration with Permanent Equity is a great addition to our expansion capabilities because you know, a family-owned business has a lot of leverage, especially one like Chance. But now that we are no longer family-owned, we are tied to permanent equity, it's easier for us to attract people because they start thinking differently. They're like, wow, this is something that's even bigger and better. So when we look at that, they can bring a new talent set to us. And then as we continue to look for those individuals, we can really open up to larger markets and areas. And we're looking for people in almost any idea and realm of manufacturing, whether it's technology, field service, fabrication, artist, the whole works. And all that gets pulled together with a permanent and that relationship to say, this is something that's gonna be a huge growth. I can't talk about the full long-term growth, mm -hmm. 
but we are looking at substantial expansion and growth, both the technology markets and overall employees and team members over time. Do you anticipate uh, needing more space around where you are now and maybe moving somewhere? So what's great is because of our size, we've got 19 acres and about 300,000 square feet. Um, we have one of the tallest manufacturing buildings in Wichita. Mm -hmm. um, um, I think even Spirit would be a little bit impressed, right? <laughs> uh, with all due respect to them. So we see the ability that we have plenty of runway in the facilities we have. You know, right now we've got more than enough um, shift capacity as well as looking at expanding the working hours. So there's a lot of different opportunities for us to grow and really get even bigger successfully with what we have. I'm going to put this on a tee for you and let you take a whack at it. You, you can tell me. Um, Chance in, in terms of national and international um, uh, knowledge, when people think of, I need, a, I need a ride, I need a roller coaster, I need a carousel, do they think of Chance first? Are, are there a group of manufacturers that Chance is a part of that's kind of bigger than everyone else? Great question. So when we look at Chance's, we're the largest, most diversified amusement ride manufacturer in North America. There's no one that equals our breadth and depth. When we look globally, there's really only two or three others that even come close to similar breadth and diversity at the same time. So what's unique is we have many customers that come back to us, one is that they know it's a chance product, it's the right product for what I need and it's going to be reliable, but also the chance name. People come to say is, it's got to be a chance ride. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody else. And we've heard stories, people say, well, maybe it could be a little bit less expensive. And they're like, no, chance is the value leader. You get a world-class attraction. And you know, with our products being in not just North America, but in Asia Pacific, some in the Middle East and other areas, and we're looking to expand that, that's where the chance name has such a foundation that people know chance. In the industry, you say chance, people are like, we know Chance. Mm -hmm. It's it's literally like Pepsi or Coke or that first name basis. In the industry, Chance. Dick's a superstar. His last name is a superstar. <laughs> and that's what we're using that foundation for with Permanent. Mm -hmm. How long have you been with, with the company? So I've been with the company just over now six years. Uh -huh. what, what did you know about Chance when you applied or were recruited or whatever it was? It was one of those crazy situations where, um, you know, I've been, I'm an aerospace and defense guy from my past lives. And it really was a blessing and one of the luckiest things that ever happened. I literally got a call and someone goes, we're looking for a president of an amusement ride manufacturer. And I was already living in Wichita, I'm a transplant. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to move, we're at. And they go, it's in Wichita. And I go, wait, what? <laughs> and that's how once I visited and met with um, Dick and John Chance both, and learned about Chance and then started seeing the rides. And then realizing it's like, I've been on this ride. I've seen this ride. I got a buddy who loves that ride. And it's suddenly it was this magical moment that so many of the products are instantly recognizable, like the zipper. If you've been on a zipper before, you're gonna remember it, love it or hate it, right? That was the magical moment where, I wanna say it was really that being the right place at the right time and really wanting to help the family six years ago and get it ready for this point and then be able to lead it into the next generation and the next phase of chance. Were you already an amusement park aficionado? How much great, of a fan were you? Great question is, it's funny is uh, my wife and I both, 
going to Disney once a year, let's, you know, just out of the blue or if we're near a theme park going. So it was a case where really enjoyed the theme parks, love zoos and aquariums. So it was a very natural transition and what made it so much, so, so highly attractive was we all do things in our careers that are important. We all make stuff, services, products. Sometimes you never see it. It's all important. But what really drove it home for me was going from aerospace and defense, which I have a lot of respect for that entire industry and all those great people I worked with then. But it's about the people now and what we do is I can't describe how incredible it is when I go to a theme park or a zoo and yeah, there's a chance carousel in the background and I look at it and I see the families and I see the kids and I see people engaging, interacting and just having such incredible memories being built. Really what it, we send the message is we don't build products, we literally build memories. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it bigger than other products and services out there in my opinion. It's, you can see that firsthand excitement. Um, and there's other things that we've done to help those that have certain disabilities and make rides more accessible. And if you wanna have a tear come to your eye, you see someone with some developmental challenges, get on a ride, and they're laughing, they're having a great time, and their parents are just like full of joy. That makes your worst day the best day in your life anyways, and it's all mm -hmm. you have to think about. That's really what makes this industry just so much fun and attractive, and I'm, I just love being you know, part of that. You mentioned you're an aerospace transplant. Mm -hmm. um, is it more fun working in an amusement park manufacturer, uh, yeah. amusement ride manufacturer? You know, it's very different. It's um, it's crazy as aerospace has a lot of challenges, especially being here in you know the heartland of Wichita with aerospace. We got a lot of challenges. It's a difficult industry. The amusement industry is a little different, but it's still safety critical. I mean, we still have people oh, sure. that you're putting on rides and you're like, hey, we got to make sure they're safe. Is it more fun? I think there's a lot. I have a lot of. of pride in what I did in my past lives. The amusement ride industry has the same amount of pride, but at the end of the day is you still have to support the customer, the guest, the end user, so that you have the same pressures. But I will say, is it a lot more fun? Yeah, it is a lot more fun. <laughs> uh, I'm curious as to whether Chance and other manufacturers of rides over the years, you have to change as the market dictates. Um, I don't imagine that roller coasters become either more or less desirable, but are there other rides and other things that you do that uh, just kind of go with the times? It's absolutely right because that's what makes us so unique in the industry. A lot of ride manufacturers focus on very narrow product families, such as just coasters or what we'd call a flat ride, like your carnival rides, or just carousels. Mm -hmm. Because of our diversity is, we have a couple different ways we can cycle to those different ebbs and flows of what the market and the, and the customers want. Some years, people really want a lot of people movers, but maybe for some reason, not as many carousels. Well, for us, it just flexes and we go back and forth. I will say is one of the things that COVID brought to the forefront of our industry is all of us are getting so involved in our digital lives. Before COVID, we were out going anywhere we want, but we lived on our phone. Some of us still do, right? But what COVID really brought forward to everyone was, I just want to be outdoors. I want to be with other people. 
And that's what we saw in the industry is a fundamental shift in society to a very fundamental level. People are like, we're not taking for granted anymore spending time with our kids or other family members. So that's what we've seen is, even though it ebbs and flows as any product based on what people are kind of wanting to do or what parts are doing, we're seeing this expansion of more experiences at zoos, aquariums, entertainment centers, uh, retail-tainment, things of that nature. And that's what we see as chance fits in very well to adapt to those and, and adapt to those changes. You're able to determine that post-COVID, but during COVID, were there some times when you wondered, is this going to change the landscape of everything we do? During COVID, it was a unique situation because as we were looking at what was going on with COVID in the landscape, we could tell that people were having pent-up demand. Talking to our, to our customers that were in operation, because in different parts of the country, some people didn't shut down as hard as others. And the information we were getting was very unique of just the sheer uniqueness of what people were just wanting to do anything. It didn't matter what it was. So during COVID, we started thinking is, what's gonna happen after COVID or in the middle? And that's where, because of our relationships, not just with privately owned theme parks or publicly traded theme parks, but also municipalities and nonprofits, we were able to see very quickly certain areas of the societal landscape and the markets actually getting weaker. They were like, you know something? We see something coming, we need to get going now. So we had to weather the storm, but we saw during COVID pretty quickly spikes of certain pressures and concerns. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned workforce, possibly wanting to add more. Um, is, is a ride manufacturer any different from another person looking to hire? You're, you're looking for good people. And maybe right now that's not as always as easy as you'd, you'd hope it'd be. So when we look for people as being a ride manufacturer, we need the same skill sets as other manufacturers. Mm -hmm. We need good, solid people that know how to fit into a manufacturing environment. They can follow instructions. They can help us feedback. Say, hey, we needed this a little bit differently. That type of communication. But being in the amusement industry makes it easier for us to attract people because it's fun. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, you come to the shop today, we've got carousels and trains in the shop. But what makes it also a little bit different for us as a manufacturer is we're so diverse. It's not just I need metal fabricators or I need welders. I need electricians, electrical controls people. I need high-level assemblers. I need artists you know, literally hand painting artists. I need industrial line painters. I need fiberglass. I need all these different team members to support the products. And that's what makes it more enjoyable because when you come to work for Chance, you're not just saying, I'm gonna do this widget every day. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be something different. And so we look for a person that fits into the culture of that dynamic environment where if you see something, talk to us. How do we do this together? And how do we teach each other to get to the next level? And that's what makes it a little bit different. So it's still manufacturing, but because of what we do, there is never a slow day. Last question. I, I have to think that the projects that you are able to show off here in your hometown have to be pretty special. You have the, the gas-powered train at Watson Park that's been there for a long time. You can tell me how long it's been. But then the, the, the new train project at the Cedric County Zoo. Talk about those and, and the smiles that they bring to you. Yeah. So Watson Park's been around way before I was here um, as a transplant. So that really was like kind of the classic, you know, conventionally powered train. So Cedric County Zoo 
came to us many years ago, a few years ago, and said, we want to get an electric train going. And what was so exciting is because it's our hometown. So that's where we really worked with the zoo and the family to say, okay, what, what do you want this train to look like? How can we make it top notch? Because it's home. Mm-hmm. So we really worked with them. And of course, they've got some great team members that help say, well, we want to match the color schemes. We want to do all this, you know, some of these custom graphics. And we said, we do that every day. Mm-hmm. You want it, we can do it. And so it was so, so incredible to see is where the company started in Wichita, way back with a steam power train. If we go forward 62 years, and we're putting in two electric locomotives. It, it was so exciting to see something to a world-class zoo like Central County Zoo is, but now with these two incredible trains that fit their message, their conservation goals, but also is seeing literally friends and neighbors raving reviews, loving the train. Um, and that's because it's home. And that's what makes it, it even more rewarding because we're like, you know something? How are they doing over at the zoo? So we'll send somebody over and say, hey, go check on them and just swing by. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we do that for a lot of our customers, wherever they're at, but it's that hometown support that we're so proud to be part of and really share. We did that and we did it with the zoo together to make a very unique experience for all the guests that get to visit. Yeah. Aaron Landrum, thanks so much for joining me. Congratulations on becoming the CEO at, at Chance Rides, and uh, we look forward to seeing how it, the company expands over the next few years. Thank you so much, Kirk. It's been a pleasure. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 322. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.